Welcome back to Eden Park in Auckland where the crowd is filtering out of this magnificent stadium having watched a terrific game of T20 cricket. The West Indies 180 for 7. The Black Caps win the game by 5 wickets having scored 179 for 5. That target adjusted by the Duckworth-Lewis system due to the rain. Terrific match though from New Zealand's perspective. Set up initially by the bowling of Lockie Ferguson who took 5 wickets. And then in the chase, some good hitting at the top from Tim Seifert. Devin Conway, 41 on debut. Glenn Phillips was brief but explosive. And James Neesham, who finished not out 48 in the chase, and Mitchell Satner not out 31, finished the job for New Zealand. The Black Caps win it by five wickets. They go 1-0 up in the best of three series. Let's go downstairs to John Day. He has Jimmy Neesham. I certainly do, Tom. What a fantastic chase by the Black Caps and a fantastic knock. Jimmy Neesham, 48 not out. Just how did that feel to walk off winning that match? Oh, obviously feels really good. I think when you're, when you're batting in that middle order and T20s especially, it kind of doesn't matter what you do. It's just your job to make sure the team wins the game. So um, whether it was you know, 48 or 100 or, or 20, it's sort of you get the job done when your team gets a W. So, yeah, very happy. That partnership with your Wellington teammate, Devin Conway, uh, a big moment in the game. Just uh, how do you enjoy batting with Devin? Oh, I love batting with him. He makes it look pretty easy. I think especially uh, myself and him, very, very different batsmen, hit in very, very different areas. So um, I think we, we get each other a few bad balls as well from bowlers who, who get a bit confused. So no, I love batting with him for the last couple of seasons, and hopefully I get a lot more opportunities with the, with the silver fern on as well. There was a lot to be done when you came to the crease, so how did you kind of assess the situation and, and how did you decide to play? Um, look, first, first and foremost, it was about getting that partnership underway, um, getting a, a bit of momentum back. Obviously, we lost a couple of quick ones, so um, we knew that on a ground like Eden Park, if you can keep wickets in hand and get in, then you can chase pretty much anything in the last five overs. So it was just a case of making sure I was still there for those last five, and, and the way Santner came out and, and took the pressure off me was, was outstanding. It had been a lean trot for the Black Caps in T20 cricket, so nice to get off kind of that losing streak and off to a winning start to the summer. Yeah, I mean, it was a long time ago, wasn't it? It feels like five years ago since we last played with the Silver Fern on, so um, there was certainly no talk of that in the group. I think especially with those of us who'd just been in a hotel in Christchurch for the last two weeks, we hadn't been thinking about that, so uh, it was just coming out and, and getting underway as, as well as we could, and uh, I think it's fair to say we're a bit rusty with the ball in patches, but um, look, you get away from the first game of the summer with a win, you're pretty happy. And a chance to close out the series in the next game. Yeah, well, that's how three-match series work, isn't it? You win the first one, you only have to win one from two. So, um, yeah, we'll head down to the Mount. Um, hopefully I can find a tea time free tomorrow to get out on the golf course sometime tomorrow in Auckland somewhere. And then, yeah, we'll travel down tomorrow afternoon. And then, yeah, as you said, hopefully we'll have to wrap it up on, uh, on Sunday. Excellent work, Jimmy Neesham. 48 not out. A fantastic knock and a fantastic win for the Black Cats. Cool. Thanks, mate. Back to you, Tom. Thank you very much, John Day. And to James Neesham, terrific effort as he touched on. 48 not out at the end there. Neesham, Neil Wagner, Jacob Orham alongside me. We'll start with you, uh, Neil. James Neesham, he, he has produced some wonderful innings over many years for the Black Caps, but that, that was a special one because there was a lot of work for him to do. Yeah, definitely. I think he'll take a lot of confidence from this. Um, hopefully not too much. Hopefully, you know, puts his feet back down on the ground again and, and realise that he's got to do this again and again and again. And uh, like Dooley mentioned, I think this is a big test for him. And finally, we see what we all expected and, and wanted it from James Neesham throughout the years. So... Um, He's got the goods, he's got the talent. Uh, now I just want you know want him to keep delivering it. And, and that partnership, Jake, with um, with Devin Conway was was crucial. The Black Caps, the wheel, the wheels would have fallen off that innings if it wasn't for those two getting together. Oh, absolutely. I think the wheels were, were loose when they came together. I mean, Phillips had struck a few big blows, but you needed something with a bit more substance. And I think Conway sort of provided that rock for 
for Nisham to bet around him and, and had a strike rate at the end of what? Uh, two, bang on 200. So, you know, he played really well. Obviously, Santa came and finished the job, which is always nice. That's what that's what you want, your middle and lower, or top of the lower order to do. So, actually, in the end, I said, you know, it was a pretty comfortable chase in the end, which maybe with 10 overs to go, we weren't thinking that. Pretty exciting stuff, wasn't it, to see Devin Conway out there? So much uh, anticipation, so much expectation on on his shoulders starting here tonight. Neil, but he'll be delighted in the in the in the dugout tonight. It definitely, I think he'll take a lot of confidence from that too. For a young guy uh, to come in, obviously shows that he's got some cricket beyond the belt. You know, he's played a lot of first class cricket. Uh, to come in in your in your debut game, you know, pressure's on. It's a lot different to domestic cricket. It's that step up again to have that cool head with wickets falling around you, uh, pressure being on you on a big stage. Uh, to carry his bat through and, and do the you know the job he did um, is pretty good to see. So good see you know yeah good head on his uh, shoulders there and and the same with Santner. I think he'll take a lot of confidence from that too. Um, you know he's been in and out the IPL sort of teams didn't play a lot of cricket and uh, the same for him too. You know I think that captaincy is, puts a, a little bit extra responsibility on his shoulders and to to play the knock he's did you know with the uh, support of Nisham there um, is crucial and I think they'll take a lot from that experience forward uh, to come in the series. A five-wicket win for the Black Caps. We're uh, wrapping it all up here at Eden Park. Jacob Warren, what was your overall assessment, particularly of the West Indies tonight? We, they came out here, obviously, with, with a squad that we, we know m- many of the players, but a lot a lot of us haven't m- heard of before. They, they were very competitive, and they, they pushed the Black Caps hard tonight. They're going to be competitive in this series. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and you are right. There's, there's probably three or four guys in their squad who we don't know a lot about, but after tonight, we, we know at least what they do and what they're capable of, and we've seen some good and bad things about them. But we talked before the game about them having pace and power and energy and athleticism, and I think that's what you saw today. At the same time, there was also some stuff that you, you get to know from the West Indies, which is, you know, the good and the bad. You know, they can be inconsistent in the space of an over uh, or in the space of three or four overs, and the momentum can swing so quickly with them. And you always get the feeling that their skills aren't the issue. It's almost finding that consistency. Um, because if they did, I mean... The, God, the, the way they hit the ball, some of that bowling was outstanding. They could be just so, you know, so dominating world cricket if they found that consistency. Let's not forget that the, you know, the Black of saving graces is maybe a little bit of the weather. Um, just sort of maybe just put a bit of a halt on that quick and fast start they had. And uh, as a batsman, it's quite hard to come back out and start again. And I thought it was pretty good from a bowling effort. Obviously, changed from from Lockie Ferguson when he took the ball and and bowled really good lengths with some serious pace um, and put them under pressure straight away. And like Jake said, you know they they're a good team. They're going to be competitive. They're going to be tough to beat, especially in this format. Um, and they came out swinging. Right, let's go back down to John Day. He's got the West Indies captain, Kyron Pollard, with him. Yeah, thank you very much. A very close game there, Kyron. Just the West Indies coming up just short. Just what were the difference between the two sides tonight? A bit of discipline. Um, I've not, you know, in the bowling department, you know, we weren't accurate enough, you know, we weren't able to execute, um, we didn't use the pitch, you know, enough. Um, we got a couple early wickets, you know, brought us straight back into the game. Uh, it was always a small ground, you know, we expected to get hit for sixes, but it's just a matter of, you know, trying to execute and, and use the dimensions that we, we had, and I didn't think we do that too, pretty well. You did very well with the bat, though. Uh, you personally as well, a great knock, great to start the series with some runs. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, personally, I always want to do well, but you know, for me, it's all about team. Um, you know, team winning, team performance, team doing well. So again, you know, we got ourselves a very good total. Um, in the end, there was a shoot, a, a couple of, you know, topsy turvy sort of batting. You know, we got off to a fly and then losing five wickets. You know, in the space of 10, 15 balls. Um, in international cricket, more often than not. You know, you're going to come out on a losing end. But having said that, 
you know, I said, you know, it was a, a good experience you know, for the guys, a couple of guys maybe playing here for the first time in the small ground. So, you know, not much, you're not quick, quick to turn around for us as well. So, you know, we take it on the chin and we move on. Yeah, so the big uh, big areas of improvement you need, do you think, for, for game two? Yeah, of course, um, there's always room for improvement. Um, we'll have a discussion, you know, about that and, and see hopefully we come out and execute our plans, you know, a lot better. Yeah, it's a pleasure watching you back tonight. Hard luck and uh, good luck for the rest of the series. Thank you. Back to you. Thank you very much, John Day. Thoughts there of the West Indies captain, Kyron Pollard, who really did underline his class, and he will be one to keep an eye on, on this, in this series. Looking forward to seeing him go again in a couple of days' time at the Mount in Tarrant. Let's get some thoughts for the final time this evening from Simon Dool. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Uh, just a, I guess a very good win, first and foremost, from a New Zealand point of view. I don't think we can um, take anything away from them. I don't want to down, uh, downplay what the West Indies did at all, because I think uh, New Zealand's chase, it was, it was tough in the field, uh, at the start, they were they were under the pump. I thought when Lockie Ferguson came into the contest, he really brought New Zealand back into that game. And I thought Tim Southey did a good job of the bowling changes p post that as well. After that time, he, he kept searching for uh, wickets, kept bringing Lockie Ferguson back when they needed them. Brilliant innings from Kyron Pollard. And then uh, I, I thought, um, for the most part, a pretty good chase. You've got to have a couple of guys at least get in excess of that 160, 170, 200 strike rate. So... Good little cameos. The one from Glenn Phillips I thought was vital uh, in that New Zealand innings. What he, he picked up 22 off seven deliveries, I think it was, in, in that short stay at the crease. So those little innings are vital. And from a New Zealand point of view as well, great to see James Neesham get the team across the line. I thought that was vitally important as well for him moving forward. Um, and Devin Conway, a, a terrific start. So um, yeah, some real positives. I think when we get to Mount Monganui, you might see one change in that West Indies side they'll bring. Hayden Walsh Jr. into the side. Um, he's a right arm leg spinner, bigger ground, and New Zealand might also look to bring Saudi um, into their side as well, just to play two spinners on the bigger grounds. But all in all, a great start to the to the series from a New Zealand point of view, and a couple of really promising performances. So uh, I think it's a it's a series that we'll enjoy watching. And this this West Indies side are no easy beats. There's some power in that side, and a few guys we didn't see get going tonight, but um, we might see them get going in, in uh, Tauranga in a few days' time. Excellent work there. Simon Dool in isolation. Looking forward, Dooley, to having you free, free to join us in the Razine commentary box, of course, as the summer goes on. Almost done with your two weeks of quarantine. Congratulations on that. But from <laughs> Eden Park, it is all about the Black Caps tonight. 179 for five beats 180 for seven. I know that sounds weird. It's because of the Duckworth-Lewis system. And right, we're not done with the analysis. Let's go back down to John Day. He's got the, the winning, the victorious Black Caps skipper with him. Yeah, thank you very much, Tom. Tim Southey with me now. A very challenging game, Tim, as captain when the rain came down. Uh, how did you feel that the whole game went tactically? Yeah, it was a strange game uh, with obviously the off and on with the rain and, and I guess just the, the whole game was, it was, it was pretty bizarre. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a bit of a juggling act and uh, we got through it in the end and it's always pleasing to get on the come out on the right side of, of games where we haven't played anywhere near our best. So it's, uh, yeah good sign. Yeah, I think the last eight games here at Eden Park, the chasing side has won seven of them. So do, were you always confident that you could chase down that big total? Yeah, you have to be confident to chase down. We knew that we weren't at our best of the ball and we probably leaked a few too many runs and then, um, but the belief in the guys is always to, to give whatever score uh, we're chasing the crack and, and we did that and I think the way the guys finished it off was, uh, was brilliant. Yeah, it was the first time I think a lot of people got to see Devin Conway finally in a black uh, shirt. How did you think he played tonight? 
Yeah, he played exceptionally well, uh, sort of set up that, that, that chase and, and finished off with Nish and, and Satner at the end there. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's great to see him be able to make that step up. He's obviously dominated domestic cricket for uh, for a number of years now and, and, and we all knew he was, he was a quality player and it's nice to see him step up and, and have some success early on. And a player we know a lot about is Lockie Ferguson. He just seemed to be on another level tonight. Yeah, he's uh, he's got that X factor. Obviously, been able to bowl 150 k's and, and coming on at a tough time with a, a 50 for none after after three overs. We needed something special, and he was able to to deliver um, straight out of quarantine and, and into it. So um, yeah, he was he was very special tonight. And just because you win doesn't mean there's not things to work on. So what things would you like to improve on for game two? Um, obviously, a change of venue, so uh, things may change a little bit with the surface. But um, but I think just the accuracy with the in the execution with the ball. Um, I think, uh, yeah, we were probably a little bit off, um, obviously a number of extras, but that was also, there's a wet ball and, and uh, difficult conditions there at times as well. So, um, but yeah, we're, we're always looking to, at ways to get better. Um, and as I say, we weren't, we weren't at our best tonight, so uh, hopefully we can be a little bit better in the next game. Yeah, thanks very much, Tim Southey. A uh, great win for Black Caps and a great start to the summer. Thank you. Cheers. Back to you guys. Thank you, John. The words there of Tim Southey, pretty pleased, but no doubt thinking there is plenty more to do. The Black Caps, though, have got the win tonight. Five wickets. They've beaten the West Indies in this opening T20 International. Of course, Game 2 of the series is in Bay Oval, is at Bay Oval in the Mount Monganui on Sunday afternoon. Of course, Magic Talk, your new home of live cricket this summer. We will be there from half past one. Make sure you join us then. On behalf of Jacob Warham, Ricky Swinnell, Neil Wagner and all the Magic team, this is Tom Bartlett bidding you a very good evening from Eden Park. Let's take you back through the match highlights. The Black Caps getting off to a winning start to the summer of cricket. So one to come in this opening over that has taken forever. Tom, Tim Southey as he comes in from the north end and that's gone down the leg side as well. And it's another wide, third wide of the over. Kyle Jameson again from the south stand of Eden Park to Andre Fletcher. And Andre Fletcher has got hold of that big time. That's gone up and over. Let's see, or did it go the highway? Yeah, it did. Jameson. This time straight, he's just swatted that away. King gone straight down the ground again for four runs. Here's Ferguson again, he's bowled him! First wicket of the series belongs to Lockie Ferguson. The Black Caps strike and boy did they need that. Lockie Ferguson bowls that by swings and failing at the wicket and the finger goes up and they have another one. It's in the air, it's heading down towards fine leg. Coming, Coming to catch. catch it and he's Yeah, great catch. catch from Lockie Ferguson. Terrific stuff. Tim Southey has a second in the over. Powell's come and gone. The West Indies now 58 for four. Ferguson, two wickets off that opening over, and he really has turned the fortune. Got to be close, and that's a wicket. Cabin. LBW, Ferguson comes in, full delivery on the full, missed it. Pollard facing his first delivery off the match, and Ferguson is just standing oh. in, and that squared him up to him flying off the handle. The hand came off the bat, full lands safely. Comes in again, and that is just reared off and ducked, and it's gone over the keeper down to the boundary for four leg buys. That has come off his shoulder, shoulder and it, yeah. yeah, and it has bounced a foot inside the boundary. Nearly went for six. Nisham comes in again to Pollard, and again that's gone high and it's gone straight back over the keeper's head, and that's going to go down to around the well, the boundary pitch and stop. Sure, that's hit the roof of Eden Park. And this time it's just clipped off the legs. The fielder chasing coming around the boundary, and again it's away for four. Oh, it's a good over from Pollard. 16 off the over so far as Nishan comes in for his fourth delivery around the wicket and it's gone again and it's over the fielder again. Just it away for six more. Strapping fast bowler. Here he is again, left arm over the wicket. Big wicket bowls to Gutleman. Hits the, the top of the... They've come through to the single. Oh. Attempt to the run out and Seifert has got through. The ball then has been misfielded. It's gone over throws and New Zealand are on the ball with a boundary. 
Sheldon Cottrell again. And Guptill, he nicked it through to the keeper. Catches taken, caught at the wicket. Martin Guptill goes, caught behind. And there is that famous celebration that Sheldon Cottrell is for, that military celebration. The West Indies strike early, seven for one. Siphon down the wicket, lifts it up over mid-off. It's going to go all the way. Has it gone all the way? I think it might have gone all the way. It was certainly lofted and it has gone all the way. Cottrell again. This time down the leg side. He flicks it off his pads. It's gone away. And that'll be four. Terrific ball on his pads. And that's Milk and Honey for Devin Conway. His first boundary in the international arena. The great hasn't timed it. Bit of a juggle. And they've made, he's made the catch eventually as the West Indian player down there at mid-on. And so Tim Seifert is out. He's been caught at mid-on off the bowling of O'Shane Thomas. And the Black Caps lose their second wicket at 34. Phillips yet to score, Conway has 10, Phillips rocks back and tries to lift it over, square, and he does, hits it all the way to the 6, Phillips off the mark with a maximum, the Black Caps go to 40. Thomas, third ball of the over, and he's cleaned him out, gone straight through, Glenn Phillips, wicket for Thomas, he was frustrated just to ball a go, but he has come through and he's taken out the danger. Glenn Phillips looked in fearsome form, but he goes for 22. Clean bowl. Williams comes in for the third ball of his over to Ross Taylor. He's, oh, it's struck on the pads. Fingers stay down and he's a run out anyway. I think Taylor's been caught. He started charging off down the field and he's wandering off. He's a long way from home. Shane Thomas into his third over now. This is the eighth over of the innings. Conway coming, using the feet and hitting that high, hard and handsome down for six. Williams bowls to Nisham. He swings down the ground and all the way for six. Straight over the bowler's head. Terrific shot and that is the New Zealand 100 up in the 10th over. Here he goes to Nisham again and Nisham just collects Great the shot. full toss and smashes it over mid off for, for six. Great over this has been, it's just taken that run rate down from 12 to 10 runs required. And Nisham drives, Conway has to get out of the way, the field are coming across to stop it, he can't stop it, and it's gone for four. Ball again, Goals to Nisham, who just helps shot. it on his way, picks it off his hip, flicks it down fine, and that's on all the way to six. Conway in this time, he's tried to guide it down, and it's gone straight down the throat of the fielder. Devin Conway trying to guide it between fine, guide it fine rather, and he's picked out the field it so Conway will go. That is a critical breakthrough. Pull out again to Santner, and this time Santner just frees the arm and clears the rope. That's the way to get off the mark. Mitchell Santner. Oh, that's a full toss, and he might have picked out the fielder down here. He has. Again, another no ball, and there's a bit of confusion between the two Black Cats batsmen. So he did pick out the fielder, but it's a no ball, so no wicket, of course. Really tight, tense finish to this match. 154 for five now. The last ball of the over from Kimo Paul to Mitch Santner. The crowd starting to roar. It's another big full toss. That's huge no ball. It's a, not going to be another no ball, regardless of where it lands. And the fielders put it down anyway, so it's a calamity of errors from the West Indies and the umpire puts the arm out, waves the finger in the air for another free hit. That has gone a long, long way into the stand for the Black Cab. It is stand and deliver. Santner on strike to Pollard and he has heaved that away into the joy of this crowd at Eden Park. A little pump of the fist. That will be victory for the Black Cats. Summer is here and so is your new home for live cricket. Magic Talk and Rover.